Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Alternate Captain's Pod. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Ganong. With me today, I have Chris Azorahai Wagner. It's him. Surprise. Valar Morgulis. Valar Dudududi. Valar Naharis. That's the one. Dario Naharis. Um, it's Game of Thrones week. The premiere is tomorrow, or today, depending on what time zone you're in. If you're in our time zone, it's today. And we're just going to talk about Game <laughs> of Thrones this episode. If you're in our time zone, it's today. Like how uh, Amelia Clark is only in 57 or 56 episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah, it depends on who you ask. If you ask IBB, they're just making assumptions about C. I don't like it. She has to be in all the episodes, right? Oh, the, the season six? Yeah. I mean, I would... Season six? Season eight. <laughs> no, but yeah, she's missed 11 episodes. She's a slacker. Yeah, or she had a f- brain aneurysm. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That's freaky. That's freaky article. Six years ago. Uh, this is the podcast. We talk about sports, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is like a sport. There's pools. There's It's a game. And yeah. There's uh, running, jumping, mm-hmm. dodging, dipping, diving. diving. Horseness. It's like polo. It's like, it's like polo. And we talk about breakfast. We haven't talked about breakfast in a while. I got a coffee here. You do have a coffee. Iced. Can you, do people have iced coffee for breakfast? Yeah. In the summer. Yeah. Ooh. It's, it's almost summer. It's really nice today. Yeah, we're hitting above double, zero. Double digits, even. In double digits, so. Yeah. In Celsius, for those of you who... And in Fahrenheit. And in Fahrenheit. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, you can find us at Alternate Captains on Instagram, at Alternate Caps on Twitter, at the Alternate Captains Podcast on Facebook, and you can go to alternatecaptains.com to find out where you can listen to us. Today, we're talking UFC, tur- <laughs> UFC 236, and we're recording this immediately after UFC 236, so it's like 3 in the morning here, and the first couple games of the NHL playoffs. All teams have played two games into the playoffs. Go Jets, I guess. <laughs> and so we're going to be getting into what's going on there. But first, let's, let's talk about UFC 236. It happened tonight. It, it was uh, scheduled to be a pretty good card. It ended up being a pretty good card, too. It was held at State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. And... It was pretty good. So, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of decisions in the prelims. Nothing like super exciting. Pretty routine stuff. Pretty routine. The, the very first prelim was a submission. That was None of them exciting. were bad fights. I Remember that? It was that. It was that guy from uh, Atlanta who talked funny. Remember oh that guy? yeah, yeah. He that was, was a, he's the first prelim right? against Randy Costa. Yeah. It's like the. That was a good. Fight. I mean, there was there was no bad fights. Most North American name and the most brilliant name randy costa randy costa hey overall the the main card was really good i thought even though there was a lot of decisions the first one was nikita krylov versus osp and osp was looking pretty good until he wasn't and that works nikita krylov runaked choked him out that was actually a rematch a a sleeper rematch there was no two was there What's that? They didn't say two? No, they didn't like bill it like that or anything. But again, it wasn't like a main event, so I guess they don't bother. <laughs> but yeah, I think o- I think OSP won the first fight with the Von, with the Von Flu choke, aka right. the OSP choke. The shoulder choke. It's only ever been done like five times in UFC history, and three of them are 
by Ovin St. Pris, so might as well call it the OSP choke. Yeah. No, none of that tonight, though. He just kind of got Choked tired. Out. Like, he just didn't... The second round, he didn't really have much in the tank, I guess. I don't know. It happens. And I know the next fight, Dwight Grant, two first names, versus Alan Juban. I know it was a split decision, and Alan Juban was extremely pissed about it. Like, he was angry. And whenever you lose a fight on a split decision, you don't you don't have much to complain about, like, in my opinion. Because, like, it can go either way. Yeah. The guy who wins the split decision is lucky, right? Yeah. That's just how it works out. Or maybe. Yeah. I guess it depends on how the, the, the fight went, you know? Right. Like, because maybe, maybe he thought that he, he really did win, like, it was a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And then split decision, he's like, oh, I guess it wasn't as... It was closer than I thought, but I still won, and then it turns out he didn't win, and then, you know, he threw a hissy Mm -hmm. fit. I feel like more often than not, it's that they think they did better than they actually did, or, I don't know, like, because they they brought up the stats for that fight, and it was, like, pretty close, with, like, no clear winning moves, like, no, there was nothing that, like, put one over the other, and so, when when you have one of those fights, it can go either way. Yeah. And they always say... If you leave it to the judges, then it's yeah, finish it's, it. It's your fault. Finish it while right or yeah, yeah. Like if you finish a fight, if you knock your opponent out, or you you make them tap out or or anything that would stop a fight, then you don't have to worry about judges because judges come from boxing. They don't really know necessarily what a you know good jujitsu is. You know, so it's better to keep it out of their hands and take it into your own hands, but. In this case, I do think it was one of those, just one of those split decisions that could have gone either way, and it went one way, and the other guy was not happy about it, though. Like, extremely not happy about it. Uh, Khalil Roundtree Jr. defeated Eric Anders, and that was a brutal fight. That was a great fight. It was a really good fight. Khalil Roundtree, super yoked, (laughs) super jacked, and very talented, and Eric Anders, very persistent. He got knocked down eight to ten times that fight, which is a lot. To, yeah. That's when you get punched in the face and it makes your legs fall out from under you, right? Yeah. You're not getting knocked out, but you're getting knocked down. And that happened at least eight times in that fight, maybe more. And it was almost so much where it was... He, Khalil Roundtree was in that... He was in that uh, close-to-finish zone for so long that he was tiring himself out <laughs> from, like... Right, because he kept going for the finish. Yeah, because anytime you see that opening, then you are you want to close it off while you have that window. Yeah. Because after, if you don't keep applying pressure, your opponent will start to regain... Yeah, they recover. Yeah, regain their, not consciousness, but they get their wits about them, and they'll, they'll be back in the fight. So you want to sort of press them while they're in that vulnerable state, but... There was, he didn't do anything enough to finish him, and so it was just a constant bombardment. Uh, but since Eric Anders, he kept coming back, but he didn't really have anything to bring to the fight to like turn it his way. There was no heat behind his punches. No, he was just he was just surviving the whole time basically, and so that one was a, a unanimous decision. All judges said it was thirty to twenty six. Hmm. That, that was a really good fight though, and like. Cool round tree. He's been around for a while. He was on 
he was on a season of the ultimate fighter and ever since then he's been a beast he's like super chill like whenever the fight's over he's like really calm and like i don't know something freaky does he get like a freaky calmness about him freaky calmness yeah but that was a really good fight uh next up we had the co-main event which was a title fight so it was five rounds it was for the inter middleweight championship because robert whitaker is still recovering from his hernia <laughs> which happens i guess when you're in your 30s <laughs> that's what you have to look forward to when you're a professional athlete in your 30s you get hernias oh okay we're, we're good then i think we're good yeah, yeah. we won in their 50s um <laughs> it was israel adesanya and he beat calvin gastelum that was a great fight really good fight israel adesanya if you don't remember he was the one who beat anderson silva like a month or so back no two months back probably at this point and Calvin Gastelum was supposed to fight Robert Whitaker that weekend, the same same pay per view, and it ended up falling through because of the hernia. So it just made sense, I guess, to match them up to fight for the interim title while Robert Whitaker's recovering. That went all five rounds, and that was a really close fight. It it seemed at different points that either fighter could be finished. Yeah, they were both getting the wobbly legs. Yeah, for a bit. the drunk legs. Uh, Calvin Gastelum. He's 5'9", and he's fighting at 185 uh, because he doesn't like to cut weight yeah. at all. So but when he, so that means when he makes contact, he makes contact hard. Right. Because he's, he, he's heavier. But he's always at yeah, a... He's not heavier, but he's like... Yeah, he's denser. He's denser. And yeah. he's like at full power because he's not... Cutting. He's not cutting and he's not putting making his body vulnerable. Yeah. And... But he doesn't have nearly as much reach as... Yes, yeah. So he, he had a seven inch height disadvantage. Yeah, he was like five nine, and Adesanya was like six six four. Yeah, six four, six yeah. three, and so that's like it's hard to overcome. I mean, we've seen people like DC do it. Yeah, against Stipe, and we've seen people. I've seen Calvin Gaslam do it against other people, but I guess it maybe this was just like such a high skill level that it. Was it did, he did look like the reach was hurting him because he was getting a lot yeah. of. A lot of pounding in his face. Yeah. But there were points where he... It looked like he was going to win the yeah. fight for like a minute. Right. So, yeah, Israel Adesanya. He's sort of got a freaky style. He's like... Because he is tall and he's long. He's long, yeah. And he can kind of come at you from any angle. But Kelvin Gastelum's like boxing technique is like world class. And so it was just a really back and forth fight. And yeah, it ended up being a unanimous decision. But it was only... 48 to 46 and they all agreed on that score all three judges so that's a that's that's one that's a one round fight right like because if if they all gave kelvin gastelum one more round that's 47 47 that's a draw right mm -hmm. so what happens when you have an interim title fight that ends in a draw they fight again keep going do a one more one more round i don't know like that's interesting because this is because of well this this scoring is because of the new scoring system where you can give more than a 10-9. So normally what happens in fights in the UFC and, and all of MMA, where they haven't adopted these new rules, it's it ends up being every round is scored a 10-9. Whoever won the round gets a 10. Whoever didn't win the round gets a 9. And so when the fight's over, generally you get scores that are multiples of 10s and 9s. <laughs> so... so uh, you normally when when one score is at forty six, that means the other score would be at forty nine. 
not 48, right? Because it'd be, it goes 50-45 is five rounds to one fighter, 49-46 is four rounds to one fighter, one to the other, et cetera, et cetera, right? So this was a 48 to 46, meaning that they actually gave Kelvin Gastelum a 10-8 in the first round, okay. I think, right? I don't know what other round it could be. Right. So that's, it's the new scoring system creates these sort of little problems. But again, you'd also have to have all three judges. Like, it's only a, it's a pure draw when all three judges give their score as a draw. (laughs) So like, if it was 47-47, 47-47, 47-47, that's a pure draw, right? There's no winner. Right. The only, and the only other way I think is if, like, if it was 48-46, 47-47, 46-48. So they all disagreed. Right. (laughs) <laughs> one of them thought it went to the one guy one of them thought it went to the other guy and the other the third one thought it was a draw yeah that does thing that's the only way you can get a pure draw because otherwise like if you had two judges say 47 47 47 47 but then the other one said 46 48 it'd go to whoever was at 48 right 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 so it's pretty rare that you see a pure draw and it that generally only happens when uh all three judges disagree for some reason or uh, they all three judges agree completely and they use the new scoring system mm. so anyways overall that was a really good fight and that led into the main event which was also a really good fight it was dustin poirier versus the featherweight champion max holloway max i'm gonna bleed all over you holloway right max it is what it is holloway it's <laughs> a catchphrase uh, they were fighting for the interim lightweight title. So Max was moving up a weight class, 10 pounds for this one. Dustin Poirier has never fought for a title before. And this was actually Poirier Hill Holloway too. Right. And uh, like this was back before, this was so, so long ago, it was before Max Holloway lost to Conor McGregor. This fight, their fight was before that. Okay, that's a yeah, while ago. Right. And... Uh, Poirier tapped him with an armbar back then. Okay. This one went to the decision. And there, so it was an interim title fight too because Khabib is on a break for Ramadan. So he doesn't fight typically at all like during this period of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like he can't even train for May. Right. So he basically has to restart from scratch in Every June. Year. Yeah. And so then it takes a few months to get ramped up, and that's why he generally doesn't fight until like August, September. But uh, I don't know, and I don't, but I don't know why. He, he must be suspended. Could be. I was just thinking, like, because he could fight. He yeah, because when he jumped the. Yeah, he could be fighting in April, like, but he could get one more fight in before, before Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah. I was thinking that earlier, and I just realized it's probably because he was suspended from the uh, the the McGregor fight. What happened after that? Yeah. That makes way well, more sense. Well. Khabib can't fight Max Holloway, right? Like He could. Yeah, but that fight's never going to happen, is it? Well, what's, what's more likely to never happen? That fight or, or Khabib Fer- versus Tony Ferguson? Tony Ferguson? That's the best fight that's never happened, right? Like, Well, didn't Dana say he was gonna? He was done trying? Yeah, but Dana says a lot of he stuff. Does, yeah. Um, I'd love to see Max Holloway fight Khabib. That'd be great. I'd just be worried for Max. Yeah, Max Holloway took a lot of damage in this fight against Dustin Poirier. And he was like, he was gushing blood out of 
like his eyebrow, like inside of his eyebrow. Yeah, kind of yeah. like right by his yeah, the bridge yeah. of his nose. Well, this was a pure uh, striking battle, pretty much. Yeah, they were just standing and throwing. Yeah, the whole that's time. what they're both of them typically do. It, whereas that uh, Khabib Max would be uh, the 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 be typical wrestling, yeah. yeah wrestler uh, boxer uh, matchup. But Dustin Poirier put. Holloway on the ground a couple times, but he didn't really try and use that. It was, yeah, it, it was more like he was tired and he, he needed a break. <laughs> he didn't want to get punched anymore, so he's yeah. gonna restrain he Max Holloway. Press him against the yeah. fence. But yeah, they went all out, and that was another fight where, like, oh, the one of them would would go nuts for a couple minutes, just punching away, and then the other one would would pick up momentum and et cetera, et cetera, and. It's just a really good fight overall. It was a really good card. I think when you put like, I think it was a, it was a sleeper card too because it like Max Holloway's a big name, but like other than yeah, that, he's was... the biggest name for sure on the card. Yeah. And and there but, was no no pure. Uh, they're both of them were interim titles. Yeah, that kind of well UFC set up this precedent where they have to have a title fight every pre- every pay per view, which didn't used to be the case. And they used to have, you have even less pay per views, mm-hmm. and they and they were fine with having yeah. main events that were title one every fight. month. They won every month, and there has to be a title. Uh, and I don't think they need to do that, but they've kind of set this precedent where now it's. I think you'd have bigger events if they did it like once every whenever there's a big event. Yeah. So like, put the title fight in on the fight nights instead. Like, if it's a routine, just like a whatever title fight. Yeah, I know there's not like a lot mm-hmm. of whatever title fights, but. Like, if there's an interim, er, interim title fight with two not as huge names. I just but, don't think you need interims, like, generally. Like, I think... Just l- drop the title if you're not going to fight. Or, you, or what? No, like, like, no, like uh, just... Or, or wait. Because they have interims because the champion can't fight. Yeah. But they need title fights. Okay. Right? But I don't think they do. But the interim doesn't really mean anything. Right. The, all the interim means is you get to fight the champ next, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that... Not what, always. Wasn't it... Who was it that didn't Colby fight? Covington never fought... Yeah. ...for the title. Uh, though, is he booked? I don't know if he's booked or not. But he never... Yeah, he never fought. Like, he, he had his interim belt stripped. Yeah. And I just don't think you need these interim belts. I think, like... It's it, it's this marketing hole they've gotten themselves into. Where yeah. when they... If they put on a pay-per-view and didn't have a title fight... Nobody would buy it. Yeah, because they've set themselves up for that. Yeah. But five years ago... It was fine. They weren't as big five years ago, though, so... That's, well, I mean, that's... The, but, yeah. They they thought that with growth, they needed this, and it was, they were wrong. Like, how many people watched McGregor Diaz 2? And had... Those maybe... If that's, like... Is that the most bought pay-per-view ever? It's up there. Like, the, the McGregor Diaz rematch. And there was nothing to do with the title. Like, at all. Yeah. Like, no... Like, you don't need to. And... I think the more you, if you tried to like stray away from it more, they would do better. If, but, I yeah. Anyways, that's why we have interim title fights. I like really you could like you could have these guys just fight Dustin Poirier, Max Holloway. It doesn't why has it got to be for an interim title? You know. Yeah. I get it. For, the fighters actually like it because they get champ status like financially. Oh, I see. Yeah, and they're yeah because you get certain you get certain perks when you're the champion. Gold and, shorts. And you get gold shorts. And you inherit those from an in- interim belt, too. So, like, certain pay guarantees and certain other guarantees, you, you get those from being the interim. Health and dental. Health and dental. But it's like, Robert Whitaker's gonna fight again. And Khabib's gonna fight again. And, like, it's gonna be... 
soonish. Like it's not it, within twenty nineteen. Yeah. Khabib has always taken this time off. It, yeah, it's not like, new. It's not new. It's not. It's not. Didn't come out of nowhere. And Khabib Unless is he was suspended. Khabib is nowhere near the least active champion. Like, when's the last time Rose fought over a year? When's the last? Yeah, Rose is fighting next month. Yeah, but still, she didn't like love Rose. She didn't have an injury. I don't think. Not that I can remember. You know, sometimes you take a break. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then you drop your title if you want to take a break. <laughs> you know, that's short. Sure, People want to take breaks, that's fine, but you you know don't want to hold up these divisions for no reason. Yeah. I mean, Joe, if you asked Joe Rogan, he'd say no titles, like no, no regular titles, <laughs> not let alone interim. He'd just say no titles. Why? You know. That's fun. It is fun, but it it is. I do see his point where he's like, you could if there's no titles, you can just make any matchup, and so you can be we, like, we, oh, you, what what would it be like if this person fought this person? Make the matchup. You you could you could still do that. Yeah, but they're kind Remember, of they're restrained. Uh, Ally, uh, Ally Quinta fought Khabib. Yeah, but that that was only a last minute. Like they were desperate, right? Yeah. So he did well, held his own. Right. Yeah, and we'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see if Dustin actually fights Khabib and Israel. I I really think Israel will fight Rob Whitaker. That's a good fight, I bet. That is, I think that will be a good fight. I think. I think Khabib is gonna. Uh, do the same thing he's done to everybody to, to Dustin, Dustin Poirier. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't know. Like how how does Dustin Poirier compare to Conor McGregor? And, and Dustin and a little bit more grappling, like a little bit more grappling. Yeah, but Conor or Khabib made Conor McGregor look average. Yeah, although they're talking trash again on Twitter, and so that's the other thing. It's like, is this fight even Dustin Khabib fighting going to happen? I don't think they're going to do Khabib and McGregor I don't know, again. man. I don't know. I think they'll. Do, that, was a, that was a whole. They'll thing. do anything that'll bring in that much money. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just like Connor's talking, like, oh, like in camp we like vastly overrated your wrestling. And so, like he, <laughs> he just has the perfect lines, right? Yeah. Like that's 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 gonna pick at Khabib's nerves so much like they overrated his wrestling like <laughs> and so they they focus their camp too much on like this is that he's just so good at like these sentences that are just perfectly crafted he knows how to he knows how to yeah pick at somebody right and yeah Khabib's just such a Khabib went from just being like a nice chill guy who was just like a really he was strong. very respectful up until the point where Connor yeah. started pushing his buttons. Yeah, but I don't like again. Is it like is it Connor's responsibility to not unleash the beast? Like I don't. No. Like, there's clearly there is something inside of Khabib that snapped. Yeah, if somebody yells at you in traffic, you don't have to yell back. Right. Like Connor activated something, yeah. but it, it's still he's still doing it. Like he's still losing his. I don't know. He has some. He has like some emotional self control issues. That's for. And it doesn't affect his fighting, I don't think. It doesn't affect his... It might make him stronger. Yeah, maybe, but it's it's also like he kind of feels like a loose kid. A little bit, yeah. Anyways, we'll see if those fights actually happen. But what we know will happen is the rest of the NHL playoffs. Yes, that's sick. That was, uh, it was really good. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, first couple games have happened been an interesting playoffs it's been very exciting i love the playoffs and if i, if I would describe it so far in one word yeah horseshit horseshit <laughs> not good for my pool right. although i'm doing well um right now like i'm i'm third i think i don't know see after right we'll have to see how they have tonight's points but like oh 
<laughs> I'm really just riding that Mike Smith shutout. Right. From game one. So that's immediate. Let's 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 look at what's happened so far and immediately eat our words based on what we said last week. So, serious. No, no, not all of. No, I saw some of them were doing. Well, fine. eat almost all our words. Uh, first one, Tampa Columbus. Ooh. Columbus up two nothing. Tampa. Not they don't even look good. By far the biggest favorite for all the playoffs, right? Like when it, when you look at the first round matchups. They have the highest. They'd have the highest betting odds over their first round matchup. And the, here's the thing: is like game one, they go up three nothing. Everybody's like, "Yeah, obviously, yeah, this is clear." And mm-hmm. then they lose that four three, and then, and then, and then they looked like little kids playing Columbus last the second last game. Night. Yeah, was and and bonus Kucherov gets a suspension. Yeah, one game suspension, and he probably could have had more for sure. Uh, I. I don't know what happened here. Those and those two games are in Tampa. Yeah, now they have to win two ga- or they have to win at least one of these two games in in Columbus. They have to, yeah. Yeah, because like and then go all the way. Columbus could just finish it here. They could just go back to Columbus, win two games in a row. They're through. Take a nap. Wait, yeah. wait for the everyone's next pools two. are destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. for my brothers. Except for your brother. <laughs> Picked one Tampa player. Yeah, if you didn't pick Tampa players, you're gonna have a great pool. Maybe we'll have to see. I mean, it's 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 only two nothing. They're the best team. They're the best team the whole year. We're not. I'm not going to count them out. But it's yeah. They that momentum is not on their side. It's right a very now. rough start. Yeah, they're gonna. They really have to evaluate why. What's going wrong? Why are they not but performing at the level? On they the perform. bright side, Kucherov wasn't scoring points anyways. Right. So the suspension doesn't really make a difference. Right. But yeah, that one's a nightmare. Uh, next up, Boston Toronto. That one's. That's where we probably expected. We said it was to close, be. and it has yeah. been. That's a 1-1 right now. Granted, the games haven't been yeah. close, but... Toronto looked really good the first game. They got their, they got the win they needed in Boston. They need to get one win. They got that right. one win. That's right, but... Go back, come back to Canada. Come back to Toronto, where the ticket prices are insane, I'm sure. But yeah, Boston won today in the in game two, and that was pretty... Wasn't that... What was the score of that? 4-1 was the final, but one of those was an empty netter. Right yeah, there. but still pretty, like... Was, you didn't really feel like Toronto was in it. Yeah, Tr- uh, yeah. Boston was kind of yeah. Boston kind of setting had, the tone. At one point, they had control. Yeah. And I have Boston going through, and do you have you have Boston going through? Uh, I predicted Boston to go yeah. through. Yeah. So we have Boston going through on that one. So hopefully they can ride yeah, that we, momentum. We, for we our had pools. the same East Coast predictions. Yeah, that's right. Or Eastern Conference, East Coast. East Coast, <laughs> East Coast, East Coast. Next up, we got Washington, Carolina. We had Washington going through because they're first in the Metro, and they are up to nothing. Thank you for that. Please, go, you know, we need something. Go, Sebastian. We need yeah. something predictable. I have a few Washington players because I have them going through to the conference final. I have one Carolina player because I had to. Yeah, it's just that box, the way the way it worked out. You had to pick that one. Yeah, yeah I mean, Carolina's been there, and Washington's been better. and They're a bunch of jerks. They're a bunch. No, that's Carolina, a bunch of jerks. That's what I mean. Yeah, Don Cherry's uh, great wisdom. He was on the. He was on, He was unhinged today. Yeah, he was just going off. He was just yelling at yeah. people. <laughs> Ron McLean was just trying to reel him back. Yeah, in. you just you just feed him. You feed him one thing, and then he you just let him go off for a minute, and then it's like giving a dog a rawhide. Right. Exactly. So Washington Capitals are winning. Keep winning, please. I need you to keep winning for my pool. Next up, the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
Disaster. We picked the Penguins to go through, but they were lower ranked. Like, the Islanders were second in the Metro. They were so close, though, too. Yeah, it was close, but Islanders, like... Yeah, the, the the penguins just don't look like. Themselves. Well, they, they did. They did make. They went first game went to OT. Yeah, it that's true. But like that, nah. Josh nah. Bailey, I think, scored the winner, and then the second game went to it was three one. Yeah. Granted, those were both in New York, so yeah, maybe, we'll see what maybe happens. They go back to Pittsburgh on that. I don't know what happened with the uh, Nassau Coliseum ice. Since they stopped playing on it regularly, but it looked horrible. Like, remember those letters were peeling up? Yeah. You watched that game? Yeah. They had to, like, fill in something during the intermission. It's like, what is going on with their ice? Yeah. Like, if it's that point, they just play at the Berkeley Center. It's getting warm out. I don't know. Yeah, but it's just like, because they stopped using Nassau Coliseum a few years ago when they moved to the Berkeley Center, but the Berkeley Center, not great for hockey. So now they're playing most of their games at the Berkeley Center. But a few games a season at the Nassau Coliseum, and they said if they made the playoffs, they'd play all their playoff games at the Nassau Coliseum. So, I guess the vibe there is better for hockey, but the ice is not looking good. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I've got, I've got Crosby in my pool, and i got a few other Pittsburgh Penguins, and Malkin. they're not helping me out right now. So, hopefully they can turn that around, but as it stands right now, it's going to be a Washington Islanders uh, division. As it stands right now, Columbus is going to win the cup. That's right. Columbus looking on fire. Yeah. They had the momentum coming into the playoffs. All right. Anyway, that's the East. In the West, we have Nashville against Dallas, Dallas Stars, and it's at 1-1. We have Nashville going through because they are first in the but Central. Dallas got their win. They needed to win away. Uh, yeah. I mean, they did their job. So... I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard. What are the? What were the I haven't really been paying here? attention. To, I I don't yeah. have Dallas or Nashville. Yeah. So Dallas won three two, and then Nashville won two one in OT. So it's been a tight series, and that that one could go either way. So at this point, but even though maybe I'd be interested to see Dallas win just because people did pick Nashville players. Right. I have maybe one or two. Yeah. I didn't pick any. any I think right Dallas now players. I'm I'm most worried about you catching up because you've got you're picking the right teams. I have a few that are good picks. Like Washington. Washington and, yeah. and the next one here. Everybody uh, else, everybody who picked Tampa doesn't really... Losing Tampa, it doesn't hurt uh, most people because most people pick Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So the the pool winners, like, we'll have to see. If Tampa goes out, then the pool winners will be those people who didn't pick Tampa. Well, unless their picks were other, like, the teams that... Like, nobody picked Columbus, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, but they might, yeah. They might have gone hard on Boston or Toronto, though. So they could lose. they could lose somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So, it's hard to say so early as well. Th- it's only the, the second game. The other of the thing first is, like, like, for example, for our pool, uh, instead of picking Kucherov, you could have picked. Ovechkin. Yeah, or Gaudreau. Like, completely separate, right? So, like, it's not. You don't You don't have to pick players that are, like. I think only one person in our pool picked. Gaudreau, yeah. Johnny Hockey. Johnny Hockey. But, it, yeah, so. You don't necessarily have, in these box pools at least, you yeah. don't have to pick players that are on the teams that end up beating the teams that people you think are You don't have to pick Kucherov. <laughs> you don't have to pick Kucherov, but you also didn't have to pick Columbus Blue Jackets. Like, you could have just, again, you, you could have picked uh, Ovechkin, you could have picked Gaudreau, you could have oh. picked... Did Kucherov get any points yet? He's going to go three... He might have one, I don't gonna know. He's going to go three games, without, maybe without scoring a single point. Right, at least. What a disaster. Anyways, uh, next up, 
We have your Winnipeg Jets against the St. Louis Blues. Saint speaking, Louis, speaking of disasters. Saint, so you went hard in on Winnipeg Jets. I didn't go as hard on the Jets as I went on um, Calgary and Tampa. But you you pretty much picked a he jet said, anywhere you could. He said not could. knowing if that was true. Like, didn't you pick a jet almost everywhere you could? No. Like you picked a you picked. I didn't a, pick uh, Wheeler. Wheel. True. But you picked uh, you picked someone over Yanni Gord, who's one of the most picked players in our pool. <laughs> I, I have five. I have five. Yeah. Jets. I got, I got I got Shifley, Connor, uh, Hayes. Oh no, I only have four. No, I have five. I have Laney and Hellebuck. Uh, Hellebuck. Yeah. So you followed your herd on that one, not paying off so far. Uh, St. Louis is up 2 nothing. That's actually really good for me because I have predicted that St. Louis is going to do well. Well, it's it's fine, though, because the Winnipeg fans are cheering for the away team, so... Yeah, they have those uh, white towels, so no matter... Oh, the whiteout? No, yeah, no matter who's playing in Winnipeg, it looks like they're cheering for the away team. Yeah. Because they're so always wearing white. No home advantage. Yeah, that's weird, but... You know, I don't. It's Winnipeg things, I guess. It's a got. It's a hashtag things in the peg. Things in the peg. Got grandfathered <laughs> Get, in. Hashtag getting pegged. There you go. Uh, next up, <laughs> yeah, hoping. Anyways, Jordan Benning, Jordan Winnington. Give me some points in that, in that St. Louis series. Winnington. Benning, yeah. Next up, we have Calgary against Colorado. One one. That's that one one. We just watched the end of that game. It was in overtime. And it was Nathan McKinnon who ripped ripped an overtime winner. Anybody have McKinnon? I don't remember in our pool, but... I feel like... No. It, it, Calgary uh, is a team I've gone in on quite a bit. and I ha- Do you have quite a few? You have quite a few Calgary five, players too, right? Five, yeah. So they won game one for nothing. Like, it was, like, not close. <laughs> and they got the, that sick Mike Smith shout-out. Oh, yeah. Shout-out bonus points and the assist bonus points. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, they lost in overtime in game two, still in Calgary. They were wearing the dope jerseys. I don't know what happened, but that one, I don't know. Something about like every 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 number one versus wild card game, like a series, is is going weird except for Washington, right? Like Tampa's losing, Nashville's one one with Dallas, Calgary's one one with Colorado. Like they're all weird except for the number yeah, one seed yeah. games, except for still Washington. Early. Yeah, of course. But like it really is like. For Tampa, if Tampa loses the next game, Ooh. that the four-game swing is something that's like very rarely done. It's dire straits at that yeah. point. Yeah, even like yeah, even a, an an O two swing is hard. Especially to do. O, you go O and three into in Columbus. Yeah, that's that's rough. Right. So yeah, these one one series, of course, they could go either way. They're they're playing best of five now, essentially when it's one one. So yeah, they they are they are in the yeah yeah. I was just thinking, thinking like you the 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 number one seeds lost their home field advantage though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is I it is something to consider. But but yeah, it's but yeah, a, it is a five. It's a it's a it, one team has to win three games to go to the net, so it's best best of five. That's what they always say on the TSNs on the sports nets in the streets, in the streets in the sheets. Last series. That's what they say in the sheets. <laughs> Last series. This is the best of five now. <laughs> Last series, we have uh, San Jose against Vegas. Uh, we disagreed on this one, I think. I said San Jose, you said Vegas. Is that true? Yeah, uh, I believe so. I think that's true. Tweet us if that's wrong, but I think I think we've gotten all these picks 
Right. We're trying to keep continuity here from last week. We should have wrote it down. Should've, I mean, it's 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 set in, in it's etched into vinyl. It's etched into vinyl. No, we don't we don't press our podcast episodes, but it's on yeah. the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that series at one one. Uh, it's it's I think it was so. San Jose won game one five two, and Vegas won game two five three. Don't really know what's happening there. Something's weird about San Jose. Like, I watched game two when they uh, yesterday, and just like they have good players, but they don't always click. Like they have Brent Burns, who's like one of like the one of the best offensive defensemen in the whole league, right? And great beard mm. and no teeth. And they have Eric Carlson, who's one of the best offensive defensemen in the whole league. And they've got uh, Logan Couture and Joe Pavelski and, like, Joe Thornton. And, like, but sometimes it's just, like, I don't know. They have a very, like, California mindset. <laughs> California mindset. Yeah. Or, it's like they're just out there chilling. The Kings won. The Kings won. Twice the, in a row. Yeah, true. They got that California And they've fallen off, right? Yeah, you can't win every year. No, you can't win every year. But I don't know. Like I don't know. This season, this series is now at a one-one. So I don't. There's five games left. Best of five. I don't know what to expect. How do you think a California mindset compares to a Las Vegas mindset? I don't know. These Vegas, like these Golden Knights, just have some. Like they still have a similar. It's not quite the same as last year because last year was like it was like the honeymoon period right. for the team. But they still have just because yeah, they're a ragtag bunch they have a few new stars this year they have mark stone and they have max patcheretti but still like you know when you look at like one of their top point getters is william carlson like who mm. is that <laughs> carl's son right he's the all-time franchise le- leading point ah, scorer <laughs> that's fun isn't that fun mm-hmm. uh way easier to get that one than the canadians yeah but there's just something about the vegas Golden Knights that they're like they don't quit. They got that little bit of that magic to them. Yeah, they still have a, they still have that enthusiasm. Whereas like also golden black is a good color combo. Right. It's very nice. Like I don't know, like Joe Thornton and Joe Pavelski kind of they're like nearing the end of their careers, I believe. Definitely Joe Thornton is. <laughs> Joe Pavelski, I'm Jeff I'm pretty sure is also up there. Like how old do you think Joe Pavelski is? Thirty six. Thirty four. So not terrible, not Joe Thornton age, right? Just Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton, 39. Oh. Yeah. And he looks it. <laughs> no, he's doing fine. Has he won a cup? No, right? Because... You know what? All of a sudden, I'm cheering for San Jose. Do you want Joe Thornton to win a cup? Just for Joe Thornton. And Joe Pavelski, the Joes? Uh, I want Joe Thornton. What Thomas Hurdle. I don't know who that Eric is. Eric Carlson. Yeah, Eric Carlson, too. Yeah, who doesn't like Eric Carlson? He looks like a pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's very friendly. I don't know much about him. I know he played... 60 minutes every game in Ottawa. Right. Yeah, so he... He's got jo- that grit to him. Joe Thornton has only played with the Boston Bruins and the San Jose Sharks. and Not when the Bruins won? He wasn't with the Bruins when they won. Because the Bruins won... I'm not a Bruins fan, so I don't know... The, the opposite co- of a Bruins the, fan, even. Exactly. Yeah, they won in 2011, and so he was five years gone at that point. Yeah, I don't know what the... Yeah. Bruins are doing there. Uh, Bruins have a few players where it's like, why'd you let him go? <laughs> like uh, Joe, uh, Phil Kessel? Right. It, was was I mean, a Bruin? He worked for them. I mean, Toronto did the same thing, though. Yeah, well, Toronto couldn't really 
It wasn't. It was just wasn't working for him. You know. I mean, they need. They needed more than one player. Yeah, I mean, Toronto was terrible, mm-hmm. and the Toronto media and fan base was like, "Oh, it's Phil Kessel's fault. All he does is score points." <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, all right." And so they like got. Yeah. Re- they sent him to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then he won a Stanley Cup. Right. Like, who was right in that situation? I don't know. Phil Kessel won Phil his Kessel, cup. who was being paid to score points and scored points and just hang out. <laughs> or the, like, like Tr- Toronto just needed someone to blame at that yeah, point. Phil Kessel was getting shit on for no reason. Yeah. Okay. Like, but, I mean, it, but to be fair, it is fun to shit on Phil Kessel for whatever reason. I think it's because he's, like, a nice guy. Yeah. But, it, yeah. But in a funny way. In a funny way. He's kind of goofy, yeah. maybe. But I think everyone likes Phil Kessel. Like, do you remember Do you remember that one uh, All-Star draft where K- Kessel was there and he was the only one from Toronto and he was the last draft pick and he was oh, kind of yeah. having a bit of a chuckle about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, He yeah. seems like a really nice guy. Salt, you get a carry, I think, for that. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. And he beat, he beat cancer, right? Is that right? Uh, that's what I've heard. I think he beat cancer. Anyone who beat cancer is still playing the NHL. Like Saku Koivu, not still playing in the NHL, but did did beat cancer. Let me check that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had he had cancer in 2006-2007. When did he start playing the NHL? That year. Wow. Yeah, so he had cancer in his rookie year, I guess. But anyways, so overall playoffs look a little dicey. Not not great for the pools. Great for the watching. Like it's exciting hockey. Hmm. Like it's and it is if if I didn't have so many Tampa players in my pool, I didn't like it. It'd be really entertaining watching like Columbus win. Columbus of all teams just like tear them down. Right. But I need them to go through because I have uh, Kucherov and Stamkos and Point and Vasilevsky and yeah. Victor Hedman and I need those players to keep going in the pool. Like I have like seven or eight Tampa players. I think you do not have seven or eight Tampa players. Really? I think so. I don't know. It's up that's there. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. Of, I, I would guess six. Maybe six. I have minimum six. I'm checking. We're doing the checks here. Do the checks here. You've got six. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. You've got Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, Johnson, Hedman, Vasilevsky. John. Yeah, Tyler Johnson. And I think I've got. Yeah, I've got Vasilevsky, Hedman, Johnson, Kucherov, Stamkos, Point. Yeah. Same exact. Yeah. I didn't take any order either. Anyways, that's the playoffs. Let us know who you're supporting, who you're cheering for, who you got in your pools. Send us a DM on Instagram. Send us a DM on Instagram. Very specific. Yeah. If we, if you do that, though, we'll know you listened this far in the episode. And we appreciate you. Thank you for doing that. But yeah, that's going to be it for today. It's late. And you know what we got to do? Go to sleep. Because what? tomorrow right. is Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones night. Or tonight, I guess. Or later today. If, if, if you and... choose to believe. say it that way. 18 hours. Wow. Hey, wait, is that 18 hours and 10 minutes or, or... Nine minutes. It's 18 hours and nine minutes? Yeah. From right this moment. 1809, the symbolic year for Game so of Thrones. So tweet at us what time you think it is right now. Right. It, we're, when we're recording. Tweet at us what happened in episode one. Yeah. We'll, we'll already know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's going to be it for today. Uh, as always, you can find us... On Twitter at Alternate Caps, on Instagram at Alternate Captains, on Facebook at the Alternate Captains Podcast. You can go to alternatecaptains.com, find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. And yeah, that's it. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Gnong. We have Chris Hot Pie Wagner. Change it on you there. A little bit of a switcheroo. The gravy is important. A little bit of a 
man of many faces, what? faceless god. What is it? You gotta you gotta brown the butter before you put it in. Uh, <laughs> it's important to brown the butter. I don't know. Hot pie's doing his own thing. I think he's gonna be on the throne at the end of this, though. You think so? Who else? Who else could do it? Um. Everyone else is gonna die. I think it's gonna be Robin Aaron of the Vale. Well, he's no hot pie. He's no hot pie, no. But he, you know, he's got he's got that archery. He's practicing. He's got the archery. He, he's practicing that archery. He got an eagle. He got an eagle. Yeah. I just yeah. He'll just throw all the White Walkers out the moon door. That's that's a good plan. <laughs> With that, just keep it clean out there, boys. 